If you're tired of bad news, if you need some positivity, if you want to support small businesses, then welcome to Happy Grateful Blessed with Kaysville's own mayor, Tammy Tran. Here, you'll get to see the best of humanity from within Utah's hidden gem, Kaysville City. Every month, you'll discover small businesses, hear unique and incredible stories, and understand the difference you make in this wonderful city. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy Grateful Blessed with Tammy Tran. Mark, thank you for being here. Appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. I love the opportunity to talk to people who are in business for themselves. You own Build Construction. I'm here with Mark Nelson, who owns Build Construction, and you're in the area. And I I wanted to be able to talk to you because mostly it's just really interesting to find out how people start in maybe one career path and then choose something different or kind of life changes you and, and takes you along this little this little adventure. And Absolutely. so, and it's so a ride, isn't it? It, it is, it's really fun and it's, it's kind of entertaining, but what's really great about it is for people to realize that that's part of life mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. You know, I have a son that, um, initially he was kind of nervous about declaring a major because he didn't want to have to change. And he felt like that that would be considered a failure if he changed And You know, my husband and I said that dude, that's life. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a, you, you start a path and then it morphs into whatever it is and you adapt and you change. Um, I was reading about you. You have a bachelor's degree in construction management. Correct. Is that true? Okay. And then you have a master's degree in real estate real development. estate development. All right. So tell us what you're doing now. Uh, initially, I was looking at your website and you were doing um, maybe commercial and residential, and now you're going to just switch gears to focus on basement remodels, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we, I have, uh, you know, you talk about kind of the ride. I, uh-huh. I mean, I've had a pretty vast um, background in construction. Um, been working in it since, you know, summer jobs in high school, doing electrical and painting. And was stuff it a like family that. business? Did you grow up around? The no. Industry? So my dad was actually a doctor. Oh, really? Um, and I grew up, you know, did all the medical classes and science classes in high school. I thought I was going to be a doctor growing or, you know, when I grew up. Um, and then just kind of somewhere along the way. Um, you fell in love with building things? The, I mean, yeah, I just realized, you know, I've, even as a kid, I always loved building. We were building ramps and jumping bikes off them. And, so I've just always been a kind of a tinkerer and just like to build. And so, uh, you know, looking into college, kind of had the same fear as your son of right. like, declaring a major and figuring out, committing to a path, you know, and um, learned that construction management was an actual degree and that you could, you could build you know, a like, whole career, right? Do a big things, build a whole career with construction, not just, you know, put my tool bags on and, and do whatever I'm told for the day. Um, and so that really kind of kicked off my whole career down the construction path. So. Did you did you just start out working for another builder or just friends in the neighborhood? I mean, how did yeah. you get your start? Yeah, so I've worked for a lot of builders along the way, um, some residential, some commercial. Um, you know, the beginning was, like I said, just kind of summer jobs and kind of paying my way through college. So, you know, just kind of laborer, framer, different job sites and things that I could work on. Um, and then finishing up in college, you know, my degree really set me up for working for some of the big commercial companies. Um, so I went to work for uh, Big D Construction. Oh, the biggest. Yeah, one of, of the, the, big. You know, the big shops here in Utah. And so I spent, a, I think, about five years with them. Okay. Um, and I was out of state most of the time for them. So I moved out to Colorado, built a really big, almost a 100,000 square foot um, fitness center, like a gym for the Army. Oh, Colorado. really? 
Oh, a uh, really cool project. Took a couple of years and really fun to, you know, just kind of cut my teeth on and work on. So worked on that, built a big dairy plant for Kroger um, out in Colorado. And uh, we really, my wife and I, we had a couple little kids. We loved being in Colorado. But the kids hit kind of that school age where it was hard to, you know, be bouncing around with them every two years and whatnot. So we just kind of took a look at that and decided it was time to settle down. So we came back here to Utah um, and decided this is where we're going to put roots down. Um, but then even being here, you know, had worked for Big D again for a while, worked for another company that did um, commercial like multifamily apartments and stuff like that. Um, and then from there, I just had the itch to do my own thing. And, um, you know, those big companies are, they're great. Uh, obviously to get that big, they're really sharp and good at what they do. I'm kind of just a simple guy and I love just personal interaction. And so I always missed with those big jobs that like, there's no face to your customer. You're, that you know, you're just on a big job building some big thing. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of important people somewhere telling you to hurry up and get it done. <laughs> right. But there was never that like satisfaction of, you know, like who you were working for and seeing the smile on their face for, you know, what you're doing for them. And I, I really missed that and wanted that. Um, so that's kind of where it that's awesome. led to just doing my own thing was, you know, being able to, to, be able to have work those... with who I wanted to work with, do what I wanted to do for them. And, and, um, and choose your projects, I guess, really, right? Yeah. You, someone yeah. comes to you with an idea and you can decide whether or not that's something you want to Right, create. Yeah. And that really, I guess that kind of took shape at the same time my wife and I were really kind of working on, you know, figuring out this life game that you're talking about, the ride of, you know, following a career path or, um, you know, doing our own thing and kind of creating, a, you know, not just the work, but we were really trying to figure out how to create a lifestyle too that we wanted to be able to spend more time with our kids and in our home and be able to travel and that's do things awesome. like that. And so that's really... There was a lot of moving parts, but that was kind of all that was behind this shift was to to try and figure out all of that at the same time. Like, I think it's fantastic. Um, so, it's, you know, <laughs> some years it's worked better or some decisions have been better. Some have been worse, but that's all part of the, right. that's you know, true. the learning process. But, but it's been a great ride so far. We've, uh, I think we're in our sixth year now. So you've, you've ridden the highs and the lows. We've ridden the highs and the lows, In the, the last lows, six yeah. years, so much has changed and happened. I, I can't even imagine. It, it's how, interesting, how the yeah. Like just probably. when you think you've got it figured out, mm-hmm. you know, a new problem comes up, or the market changes, or right. even you change as a person. You know, yeah, what I wanted true. five years ago is not that's true. The same as what I want now, and so it's kind of a constant, you right. know, shift and figuring out, you know, what's the business going to do? What are we going to do? What are we working on? That that makes kind a lot of sense. Stuff. Just just trying to find out what do you love, and really creating, like you said, the life that you want to create with your family. Mm-hmm. That's that's the motivating factor, you know. That's your that's your why. Yeah, you want to have a certain type of life, a certain lifestyle, and you've been able to create what works for you, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And that really was the big why for me when I worked for, you know, on some of those big jobs out of town. You know, I'd be at the job site by six thirty in the morning, and sometimes not get home till six thirty or seven at night. And with little kids, they're yeah, asleep when yeah, you leave, asleep. and they're asleep when you get back. And that's true. You know, I just felt like I was missing a lot, and. Um, I loved the work we were doing, but, but some of the other time. areas of life suffered. And so how many kids do you have? I have four kids. Do you? Um, my, I have, my oldest is a son. He's 14. Okay. And perfect. Critical age. Three and three da- 13, okay. 10 and five. So. Oh, I can see why you'd want to make sure you're home there. They grow up so fast. Really fast. 
Yeah, the last <laughs> six years have probably flo- right flown by. Well, it's it's awesome. I, tell us tell us kind of what you've decided to focus on. Then um, you said you're the you're the basement build business. Yeah. So so build construction is our business. Um, we're kind of branding right now as uh, build your basement. Okay. So buildyourbasement.com is um, kind of our domain that we're working on right now and okay. the branding that's going to be coming out. So so keep an eye out for build your basement. Okay. Is, is what we'll be operating under. Um, and that's really. Um, you know, again, just part of the the ride. We I've done so much in the past. Yes, that, you know, gigantic to, to part of the to... part of the scare, I guess, when you're on your own thing is just trying to stay busy, right? right? So whatever you know, work comes your way, whatever phone calls come in, you want to say yes to everything, right? And that's been really good. I I want to help people, and um, that's just kind of my nature is to to say yes and to help people. But at the same time, it it's kept me very. I don't want to say distracted, that's not the right word, um, but it's just kept me very like, you know, one minute I'm in a kitchen, then I'm in a basement, then I'm in an apartment building. Mm-hmm. And it's a different group of people that work on each of those. That makes sense. Um, and so it's, it's just made it really hard to right. kind to of be, be everything for everybody. Wear all these different hats. Yeah, exactly. And so um, I guess really just kind of came to the decision of, of trying to make that bigger picture decision of lifestyle family work customers right where can i be the best for everybody and it it came down to the basements um do you so you talk about basements remodel um you want brand new construction i mean do you is there what's your ideal client yeah so i would say the vast majority of the the jobs the basement jobs that we do are you know just an unfinished basement all these new homes being built have unfinished basements um so usually when we come in it's just a blank slate and we, you know, just... Do you help them with, with the design process or do they usually come with you uh, kind of with a plan? Uh, it's 50-50. Okay. You know, some of them have like a plan from the previous builder. Okay. Or from the person who built the home. Um, but then a lot of them, you know, are just looking for ideas. And honestly, the design's kind of my favorite part to be I wonder, I wondered if you really love that part. Because I've seen so much now. All the cool I'm not, things. I'm not personally super creative. I'm good at building, but I've seen so much creativity from other people yeah, and what they've done with basements that it's really fun to kind of hold on to that in the back of my mind. And then when I get into a basement that, you know, someone's thrown out ideas, what about this or that? And then I can pull back on, then you, can see some you know, all the stuff I've seen and be able to add that's really there good. And, just, and that's the other thing, you know, I guess a lot of people feel like they're stuck with what they're handed, right? You know, mm-hmm. the ha- the builder of the home hands them, right, you, you have know, to, here was the intended plan. floor plan, plan mm-hmm. for the basement. And they think that's it. But really, I mean, we can do anything down there. We can move plumbing, even if it's under the floor slab. So we can move you can, bathrooms can. to wherever we want. So we really can do anything. So that's where it's fun is when people feel like they're kind of stuck with something that doesn't quite work for them. Right. You can to make the rooms to, bigger. You, you know, can move walls. You can add walls. Do whatever walls. you want for them. Yeah, I mean, the idea, well, in Utah, we love basements. Yeah. We just do. We love to have that extra space. And I know that there are so many that are unfinished. In terms of um, having some design ideas, has has TikTok and, the, you know, the creation of these these videos and reels helped you in terms of helping people be more creative about what they want and then it makes a funner project? Or has it been kind of a pain because people think they can do it themselves? 
when they probably can't. <laughs> probably yeah. both, right? Well, if uh, I mean, if they're trying to do it themselves, that's their pain, not mine. Well, in unless the they hire me, and right? that's my whole right. intent is to take the pain for them. You know, right? Because um, it is painful if you're. I mean, even if you know what you're doing, it can be painful. Um, but yeah, that I would say, you know, TikTok, Pinterest, those have really helped generate a lot of oh, good. Um, just kind of awareness of what people are looking for. Um, really, like when I consult with people and they are trying to explain what they want, you know, it, I just tell them, like, go to Pinterest, find, find the picture. picture of exactly what you want. Perfect. And just show me the picture. And, and then I'll you can build it. it. You know, um, if we need to make tweaks to make it fit your space, we can do that. But that's cool. You know, they say a picture is a thousand words. It's very true in this case that, you know, do just you, go find a picture of what you want and, we can and make you it can happen. make it happen. Do you do everything from, um, Putting up the walls to sheetrocking, painting, plumbing, finish work, or do you do you have people that you hire for some of that stuff? Or yeah, I mean, it's like if I come to you and say my basement's unfinished, this is my dream for it. Are you the person that would go in and just coordinate everything? You'll be the general contractor. Or you'll make it all happen, and I just have to write a check. Yep. Okay. Yeah, hundred percent. That's our intent is to just make it as easy as possible okay. for you know you as the customer. Um, so we have all the connections and contacts for materials, crews. For every scope of work, okay. um, we handle the, you know, obviously the design process. We'll handle getting the permit, insurance, everything like that. We just okay. take care of so that, you know, it's one call to us. And, and we're then hired. A couple and then, months is done. You know, in a couple months, we hand you yeah. the basement back and it's ready to go. How, how is it? How What's your experience been working with different cities? I mean, um, in terms of the permitting process, because the state legislature talks about it all the time. Yeah. And thinks that cities is um, cities are trying to be difficult to kind of delay the building process because people don't want to grow and communities don't want to grow. What's your experience been like, I guess? Yeah, um, that's a great question. Um, and m in my experience with basements specifically, cities have been great to work have with. They? Okay, good. Because, you know, a lot of the difficulty you're facing with cities is with new construction, right. if you're changing a changing neighborhood something. or bringing something in, but I'm working in homes that are already established. So okay. there's no, so it's no fight easy. from the city that they don't want basements finished, you know? Right. Um, so for, for me, that's fortunate that, you know, the city's pretty easy to get a basement permit. We okay. work with, you know, the same individuals there a lot. So when they see my name come through on it, they're like, comfortable and they confident. They know who we and... are. They're really comfortable with us now. So we've, we've really got, you know, good reputation, easy process to get through the cities. The one thing that I would say, and this is not just trying to blow smoke here, but Kaysville, like I love working with Kaysville oh, really? department because when it comes time to scheduling inspections, you know, for framing and drywall, mm -hmm. stuff like that, Kaysville will let you book an exact time and day. Oh, good. A lot of the other cities, the best you can get from them is like AM or PM. So you're either between seven or 12 or 12 and five, and then you book it and you have to just show up at 12, you know, if they give you a PM inspection. Mm -hmm. That's you hard. have to be there at 12 and wait around. And you might sit there till five if you're the last one. And mm -hmm. there's like no real process to clarify. That's really what good your feedback. Window is. I'm going to so that's that where, back. Like, that's great. Yeah. So I love working with Kaysville for that reason. Um, I wish the other cities would do that, but I think that's one of the biggest things right there that just like to show the value or the help for the customer. Like, good. Do you? Want to be sitting at home between 12 and 5, you know, when you're, <laughs> right, waiting around you're trying to run home from work to meet an inspector real quick, and it could be a five-hour window. Like, that's that's hard. not possible. Right, you know? absolutely. And so that's where, with that being my job, you know, yeah. we take that for you. And 
some days are not my favorite because I sit around for three hours waiting. <laughs> right. That but, would be so frustrating. Um, well, so, I will, yeah. I'll take back. I'll take that information back to our building department. I'm glad to hear it. It's yeah. great. So we, we try hard. Props to, to Kaysville. They're they're the only <laughs> ones I've worked job. with right now that let you get a specific time. Really, that's good and to I, know. I really value that. Yeah, that that's huge in terms of your own time because your time's so valuable. Yeah. Well, that's good. And to it, know. I mean, it just trickles down, right? The, mm -hmm. Me freeing up or freeing up my time just allows me to be able to go do more for my customers as well. That's true. So, How what has the market been like? Um, interest rates are a little higher. Have you seen an increase, decrease? I mean, on one hand, I guess it motivates people to stay where they are and yeah. to improve their own properties. Um, if they're getting home equity loans, I guess to remodel. I don't know. Have you seen any impact? Yeah, for sure. And okay. I, I don't know. You know, I'm not an economist per se, so I don't know exactly how to attribute how or why. But I would say for sure, last fall and this spring, numbers have gone way down have on they? basement finishes for us. Okay. Um, it might. I mean, it could be a couple things. One that you know people aren't moving and selling homes as much, and so that was a lot of what we did is. You know, if people buy a new home and want and to finish, they want to finish it. when they move in. Okay. Um, but then on the flip side, I think it also pushed a lot of people to stay put and want to finish their basement in their home they're in now, you know. Um, but there has been a lull in that, and I think it's just people's... Yeah, maybe just kind of hesitancy. Not hesitancy, but it just takes time to absorb change in those rates, right? Right. It's you know, true. It, it doesn't make it easier, but when I bought my first home back in college... I had a 7% loan and I didn't think twice about it because oh, it just was right. what That's the market just how was, it was, you know, but coming from two and a half percent a couple of years ago, it's, it's really hard to swallow 6% right now. It's so I, true. I think the market's just taking a little time to, yeah, just kind of, you know, absorb that, see if it's really going to come back down or not. Right. And people are waiting um, a little bit and people are waiting, but you know, I think now that we're getting comfortable with that, I, in all honesty, I think this is a great time Anything. to finish a basement because if you look at just kind of the math of it, you know, if the, if your home that you're in now is locked in at 3%, right. um, you know, pull a HELOC and finish the basement. Yeah, it might be 6%, but the bulk of your loan is still at that 3%, it's True. you know, versus trying to sell your home and move right. to a new home with more space or whatever. Well, and you're now taking your entire loan amount up to that higher amount. It's higher true. Rate, yeah, so. absolutely true. It's just, it's smart to stay. Yeah. If people can. You know, I know uh, some people think, well, you know, every two years we're just going to, we're going to move. But I've seen people do that over the years and it works mm -hmm. out for people who can build their own homes. Yeah. But for people that don't, it doesn't work out the way they think. At least I haven't seen it work out yeah. as splendidly as they initially thought. Because there's a, such a cost oh. to moving and starting over, even window treatments. You mm -hmm. know, my sister and her husband have been in the Air Force for the last 20 plus years. And every time they had a new area, they were reassigned. They had to start over. Even yeah. when they'd buy their house, it was window treatments. It was, you know, rugs. I mean, just certain things that are going to be different depending on where you live. And she said it's really cost them. Right. So it's smart to be able to just stay where you are and improve your own space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really adds up when you're... Yeah. Just kind of piecing it all together. <laughs> it really does. We had a flood a couple, well, a year ago. Um, well, it wasn't a flood. We had our our, our freezer, our ice, compre uh, ice compressor broke or something. Anyway, okay. it ruined the floor. We had wood floors. And so the insurance, you know, we filed a claim and we were dragging our feet thinking it's going to be such a pain to replace this and to start over. It has been so awesome. 
to have everything fixed now. Yeah. And it was a little bit painful. So I think that's kind of the reluctancy for people too, is they think, oh, it's going to be such a pain. It's going to be such a mess. But honestly, our space is so much better now. Mm-hmm. And we love our house so much better because we were able to fix a couple things that were bugging us for years, but we just never got around to fixing. And yeah. and just it's just been so worthwhile yeah. to, to finally just bite it and do it. So I guess for anyone listening that might have a basement that's unfinished and just full of garbage and junk, do it. Yeah. Just the peace of mind that Painful you Painful for a month or two, but then yeah, you got so, 10 years of yeah, exactly. living high, you know? Right. I mean, instead of having an unfinished basement just full of boxes and storage for 10 years... Might as well enjoy the space. You're heating it probably. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yep. so you might as well use it. Yeah, paying to heat it, doing all the work of putting yeah. storage in there and You're everything. You're paying taxes you on it. Again. You know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you might as well just enjoy it, paying a mortgage on the space. So. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's space you've already got. You mm-hmm. may as well put it to use. How long does a, a basic basement take? Yeah, good I, question. I don't know what an average size basement is, but. Yeah, so I would say like, you know, maybe eight to twelve hundred square feet is kind of like the average basement. Okay. Um, you know, for a lot of these new homes being built and stuff, and for those, we're probably six to eight weeks. Really? Uh huh. For a whole remodel. For the whole, or a whole start finish. to finish. Yep. That's fast. Yeah, we try to be quick. We've and that's it comes back again to why we're doing just the basements now. Is that's so you smart? You know, pick one thing, do it well. Um, that's really we've fast. really. So let me tell you a story real quick. Okay. That is fast. We try to be fast. Um, the fastest one I've ever done was for, this is a cool story. This family lived in Arizona. Um, I got a call Friday afternoon. They were coming into town to look at houses because they were moving to Utah. Met with them and their realtor at two different houses. They picked one. Um, went back to Arizona on Saturday. I started on their basement and they had five weeks that they were moving back to you're like, kidding. had to get out of Arizona and move to Utah. And you got it done? And so we got it done in four and a half weeks, start to finish. That's, that's and outstanding. It was finished and ready to go when they got here and unloaded the moving truck. That's fantastic. And they never came back to Utah. We did the really? whole thing. Over the phone? Selections, colors, layouts, everything. We did it all, you know, electronically through that just is... email, Marco Polo, whatever, really? you know, video apps. We'd do walkthroughs and I could ask them, you know, what do you think of the wall here versus there? And. You that's, know, it, was, it was really cool. That's an incredible to, amount of faith. I mean, for both of you. Oh yeah, and, I mean, and you know, it meant a ton to me that they trusted me that mm-hmm. much. Um, and so we really wanted to deliver on that trust. That's neat. But then it was really fun too because it, you know, it kind of gave me an opportunity to innovate and step up our game and figure out like how can I get this thing to be exactly what they want without them ever having set foot in it. You know, <laughs> that's um, incredible. So it, so it was super fun to. You know, I I tried to work on some new, you know, software that we could use and different things just to be able to, you know, to give them some eyes some on teamwork and collaboration and whatnot. And um, so, yeah, that one was a that's really a incredible big success. Five four weeks, and a half weeks, four and a half weeks, yep. the whole basement. Yep. That's that's absolutely so, incredible. I say that carefully because that was like all hands on deck. You know, I was I there all the time. I bet. Um, and so it was the only job I did at that time to be able to give it that much attention. Um, so, yeah, so the more average basement, so six to eight weeks for kind of a smaller one, and then probably eight to 12 weeks for, for, for a bigger, bigger one, okay. um, something like that. So. And, and that includes, I mean, that would be taking it from studs to, to finished, right? Yep. In a lot of situations. Yeah, that'd be, okay. you know, yeah, if it's your typical unfinished basement, okay. that'd just be, yeah. you know, from concrete walls to... To, to finishing. Popcorn Do, and watching a movie. <laughs> I think that's great. Do you like to... Uh, 
to to redo basements. I mean, if someone says, you know, I really hate that, asking for myself. So we've we've done the upstairs now, mm-hmm. the kitchen area. Um, we our, our downstairs. We've been in our house thirteen years. Our downstairs is just kind of dark. It was kind of when the uh, Tuscany look was a little bit in. Our walls aren't textured, yeah. but you know our cabinets are darker, the floors are darker, the carpet's darker. So it's a finished basement, but we would like to redo things. Yep. So yeah, we do those a lot too. We just okay. did one in December that was a uh, that was exactly that. You know, the home was built in two thousand seven, so nice home, but they'd gone from little baby kids in the basement to teenagers, and they wanted to kind of change the way they used the basement. So okay. Um, so yeah, so we came in, we kind of stripped you know, carpet and trim and everything out of there because they wanted to update it. All right. Um, and then we um, we just moved a few walls around and changed from having just bedrooms and a family room to we put in like a kitchenette um, and kind of attached it to the family room and made it more of like a movie theater hmm. kind of, you know, teenager type hangout setup. Um, and then we actually, so we took the bedroom or the closet from the bedroom and made that where the kitchenette was. Oh, okay. So then we had to, we went and cut uh, through the foundation wall into like the cold storage. Oh, really? And put the new bedroom closet back into the cold storage. Oh, okay. Um, so it's really cool. When we were done, it seemed seamless, like it was on purpose, but, you know, built that way. But yeah, we actually changed a lot, moved a lot, put in some beams and cut concrete. And, okay, so you, you can know, do all of that. You can substantially change the way that you use a basement well, if it's under an already existing so maybe we'll we'll talk to you we've got a um underneath our garage we have a, an extra added space okay which is a theater yeah which we don't really use yeah and it's next to a gym so we use the gym we just don't use the theater space but it's all it's it's all concrete you know because it's under the yeah the garage. Like the suspended slab mm-hmm, this is it. yeah exactly yeah. so i i kind of wondered if that would be a huge project to open that space up and maybe reuse it or repurpose it but you yeah, can do that not a huge okay. project we've done plenty really? of those yeah okay that's good to know i mean that's those rooms are awesome that's a lot of space yeah to it's pretty capitalize big. under your garage like that um the hardest part with those i would say is just the conditioning like air conditioning and heat okay because you're surrounded by that concrete wall we do um, have i mean it's vented for everything if yours is vented mm-hmm. and planned for that's yeah we have great. heat and air that's usually in there. i guess kind of like the the biggest thing the, okay the biggest hurdle for us is just to make sure we can get the right venting since it's okay most of them are not that prevented be, like yours okay um and then you're that would be kind of fun. Just a concrete ceiling and it's cold in your garage so you, there's just some thought that has to be put into all right how to how to condition it correctly and then also to how to waterproof it okay you know if you drive your cars in with snow on the oh cars okay and stuff, you want to make sure it's not leaking down so we've got so it's all slab. finished underneath there okay and um and we have the ventilation in it and it's a full theater which is really okay. nice we just don't use it very often got it. so okay. we thought about maybe just expanding and making the gym bigger or, you know knocking out some walls just yeah because like you said we our kids are married now mm-hmm. so now we we've kind of thought about re redoing the space Got it. But it seems like a really big project. Yeah. So we haven't done anything yet. (laughs) (laughs) Like you said, just bite the bullet. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because I think, gosh, it would be really nice to just have more usable space. Yeah. So, okay, good. So for for anyone who's listening, they should call you. How can, how do people get a hold of you? What's the best way? Yeah. So easiest way, I guess, by memory is just buildyourbasement.com. Okay. Is my domain. Um, You can also just. Check us out on Facebook, okay. you know, at Build Construction. Do you guys have uh, social media accounts where you post pictures and stuff? Or Yeah, we do. We're do on you? Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Um, and we try to, 
you know, we post a lot of before and afters and oh, good. try and try and just engage and have fun on there. Oh, um, good. Okay. People I've love got that. kind of a weird sense of humor. So sometimes I'll throw some, you know, goofy memes on there or do some fun before and oh, afters good. or, um, keep people engaged, you know, in... do some job walkthrough videos and stuff. Okay. Well, we'll have I've, to definitely I always check feel it out. awkward making those, but people seem to like them. So <laughs> we keep doing it. So <laughs> that's great. People love visuals. They love to be able to see what, what's happening behind the scenes and, yeah. and it's, it's fun to see the before and afters. Yeah. Because things can drastically change for the better. It's fun to do that a lot. And then I've also found, you know, with with just being tied kind of here locally into Kaysville, we've done a lot of basements around here. And it's fun as well that, like, we're working on a job that a lot of people know. Oh, okay. And so it's fun when you start hearing from people like, hey, that's my neighbor's house or, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, just kind of some, we get some of that interaction too where, you know, people in town know each other. They know me. And so it starts to connect. That's good. The projects that we're doing and who we're working for. And so it's kind of fun just to be able to just be part of the you know, community kind of loop and, up and just have that yeah. interaction on there too. So. The relationships. Okay. Well, I'm definitely going to check out your videos and hopefully everybody else <laughs> will as well. Bored, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just neat to see the creativity that people have. Yeah. And that you'll probably, that you probably do have as, as someone who helps design these spaces. Yeah. Cause, um, you know, quality of life is huge. It, it really makes a difference to be in a space that you enjoy. It is huge. Um, If I can speak to that, like, that's really kind of why, ultimately why I do what I do now. Um, You know, I talked about leaving the commercial world just, you know, because it felt kind of, to me, it felt kind of empty. I really appreciate my customers and I love the interaction and the value that I get from creating spaces for them. Um, You know, and and yes, I love doing homes and, you know, additions and stuff, but for me, you know, they say follow your passion. Like, for whatever reason, I just love basements. I'm passionate about them. I don't know if it goes back to, you know, all the memories that I have with all my friends, you know, in basements back in growing up or, you know, the time that I get to spend now with my family watching movies and stuff like that. But I just, for some reason, it's silly. Like, I'm just the basement guy. Like, I love basements. Well, it's great. Um, and so it's, you know, to me, like, I just really, you know, creating those spaces, knowing that, the families that I'm working for are going to spend a lot of years down there doing cool stuff and having a comfortable place for their kids. And I, I love just, that. I don't know. I, I love that. I love that. <laughs> it's that's silly, but like you talked about why, you know, not, like that's awesome. my why. That's what, you know, otherwise for me, it's just construction. It's just work. But right. when I'm creating spaces that I know are for this family, for their, the, what they want to do with it, you know, to give them the, uh, the quality them of life their that, exact they home that they want, yeah. and, you know, like, that's special to me. I really, I value that. That's really neat. So I have to ask you, um, do you remember the first, the first basement remodel that you did? Absolutely. Really? Okay. hundred percent. So I was working for the company doing apartments, um, when I decided to go out on my own and I was licensed, had my business set up and spent a couple months really, you know, trying to find that one big job that you can land and just jump right from mm-hmm. from when to from one to the other and you know be off to the races and it just doesn't work like that, you know, you're trying to still do a good job where you're still working and yeah. um whatnot. And so you know, I'd been beating the bushes and trying to get going and my neighbors, the Nielsen's lived kind of kitty corner through the backyard where I li- used to live and they had an unfinished basement and they hired me for that and gave me a shot and that was you know my runway I quit my job and I went and spent you know I had eight weeks in their basement full-time and that was my runway to 
That is Sink awesome. Sink or swim with build, you know? And so really? So we they... Did, we did their basement and, you know, yeah, absolutely. I remember them. They, they gave you a, kind of an them. opportunity they, to... They were my jump start, you know? That's really neat. So... And, and they, were, they were so good to work with and fun family. And, were they? And yeah. the fact that you that you had a relationship established with them already yeah. made it probably even more personal. Yeah. And Super, special. yeah, definitely was personal and helpful. And, you know, they knew that they were, Yeah. well, I, I hope they know what it meant to me that, I mean, it really was the kickstart for everything that we're doing now. So. That's, that's great. Um, but it's, it's, I mean, it's really the same for each, each yeah. customer, you know? That's that's the fun thing and also the hard thing about my business is that I'm turning over a new customer every two to three months. So it's hard to have to constantly find right. another job, especially yes. with, with niching just in basements. Mm -hmm. You know, there's not repeat work there. There's valuable relationships with my customers. Right. But they're not calling me back in six months for another job. Um, that's, and so, it, so it's really hard from that standpoint. That that's true. You know, even though I build great relationships with my customers, there's not there's not repeat ongoing work repeat with words, them, right? And so it becomes more of the relationship with them and who else they can the networking and yeah, the networking and referrals and stuff like that. Um, is most of your business from referrals then? Yeah, majority okay. of it's from referrals. That's fantastic. You know, we we're on Facebook, and you know, I get a few calls just randomly of people that have been seen our stuff, and we're impressed. But vast majority is. It's referral based. It's so. referral based. I think that's great. I love the fact that you're so passionate about what you do and and the reasons why you do it. When I mean, uh -huh. you were talking about the relationships and, and just the memories that you have growing up and maybe that's kind of what made you feel like it's such an important thing that you're you're building something for families, but you're also giving them something. Mm -hmm. You're giving them an opportunity to to really live the life that they want. Yeah. And it's it's neat that it's a personal thing for you. Yeah, it, it it's very personal. Like it's uh, yeah, build. You know, I I mentioned back at the beginning that build was kind of our way of creating a new way for our family, um, and it's really become kind of a way of life for me. That you know, build is my company, but it also you know it kind of kicked off building our family, building our family relationships, and what we did. Um, you know, I I focus on building me as a person mm -hmm. um through you know just either you know doing personal development or you know the, some of the activities that i participate in and stuff like that um you know build is really kind of just become a way of life for us much more than just my just company. a job uh -huh. just a job just a company and so so it's it's not like official but you know i i kind of like acronyms I do too. You know, it ties something to you. So for me, build has become building up individual lives daily. Oh, um, I love that. Yeah. I mean, it's, Th you know, kind of corny or whatever, really cool. but like for me, that's where it starts, you know, every day and with every job is I try and remember, I'm not just, you know, doing construction for somebody and I'm not just making money for my family, but like the relationships really matter. Yeah. And so I try and make sure, you know, the customers that I interact with, the subcontractors that I work with and hire, you know, I just try to make sure every day my interactions with them are, building are making them us all better, not, you know, me fighting with subs or, right, you know, not calling customers back and giving them a bad experience or even me personally, you know, I try and make sure I'm in the best place that really I can neat. be every day to, you know, to show up the best that I can 
just to kind of kick that off. And so that is, you know, really cool. it's kind of just become my, in the back burner or just the back of my mind, just trying to gauge how each interaction is going or what I'm doing. Like, is this making me or the people I'm around better? And if not, what can I do to make sure have it have a little more impact, you know? I, so. I, I love it. That's really neat. <laughs> it's, it's really neat. It just gives, I mean, you know, you normally you think about construction and it's just a, it's just a process. Yeah. But, but for you, it's not. Yeah. That, that's, that's really cool. That's really neat. Yeah. You know, especially where Davis County, but even specifically Kaysville, I think that people, you know, I'll ask them, well, what do you love about Kaysville? And it's the relationships. Mm -hmm. It's the relationships. It's the people that we know. It's the people we get to interact with. And, and that's really neat because you're, you're going in, you're, you're giving them a product and you're doing what they want, but you're also trying to better yourself, your employees, people that you work with, your subs, mm -hmm. your customers. I think that's a great way to approach life. Yeah. I love it. We've loved being here in Kaysville and, you know, just kind of that small town feel. And, yeah. you know, I try and use local companies as much as I can. And, you know, we love that is like, awesome. the popcorn store here. Yeah. You know, uh, They're Lisa's. great. Yeah. They, I, I do too. Pop popcorn's kind of my go-to, like, thank you gift from oh, customers really? and stuff, you know. So, hey, that's fantastic. I'm, so you're supporting I'm, local. I'm, and... Might be their biggest buyer over there, you <laughs> really? know. <laughs> we'll go ahead that's and buy great. 40 bags of popcorn at a time and. That's fantastic. So, I don't know. We I've just really enjoyed. I love that. You know the. You know, there's so many people here I don't know, but the people that I do know and the little network that we have yeah. is just really fun. That's really great. Well, um, thank you. Gosh, it's fun to have it, just kind of tie together, and it holds me accountable too. Uh huh. You know, finishing basements around here. Right. Your neighbors, your and friends, being referral based. Like mm -hmm. I'm going to see them talking. at the baseball game. You know, right, and if I did true. a bad job for them, like. That spreads fast. I'm so. going to get the stink eye. You <laughs> right, know? for sure. Or even just driving around town, you know, if I cut somebody off or do something stupid, my truck's all branded up and yeah, that's everybody true. knows who I am. So it, it holds me accountable to just a That's really neat. Where did, you, better and, where did this come from, this this incredible work ethic and just high integrity, oh, just growing up? I guess just growing up. I mean, my parents, you know, I, my dad was a doctor, like I said, but they just, they taught us to kind of work hard and play hard and just be good people. And, yeah, you know, so we did... My mom loved flowers, so we did a ton of yard work as a kid. Fantastic. And so I just, you know, you grew up worked working. real hard in the yard and was hands-on. And, you know, they just taught us to be honest and good people. So I think that's where it came from. Yeah, just a passion And then there's just life. a lot of, you know, just internal. I hold myself accountable a lot and kind of expect a lot of myself. And It's great. That can be good and bad. But, <laughs> you know. It might make you a little intense, but it sounds like you're a lot of fun, too. You mentioned before we started um, about a snowmobile trip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so you, you're intense. We, yeah. I don't know if I'm intense. You like, like play I'm pretty, hard and work hard. I don't know. You know, I guess, yeah. Like, I do some intense stuff, but for me, it just feels like just I'm just having a good time, you know? But, but yeah, I do some pretty intense stuff. We've done... Um, so I, I ride dirt bikes. I've always rode, ridden dirt bikes since I was a little kid. Um, and so that's always been kind of my go-to, but two years ago or well, longer than that now, my brother-in-law is into snowmobiling and he found this race in Alaska. That's an eight day long, 2600 mile snowmobile race all the way across Alaska and back. Um, he I've called never, me up I've and he's like, Hey, I need a partner. Like no one else is dumb enough to do this with me. <laughs> I think you could do it. So he wrote me really into how it. I pitched it? That's oh, pretty awesome. much. Yeah. Yeah. What was the pitch? He said, he sat me down. He said, I need a partner for this, like special thing I want to do. He said, they need to be a good rider so you can ride. They need to be mechanically 
inclined. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said, and they need to be dumb enough to stick it out. <laughs> like, <That's, that's, laughs> I mean, that was straight up the sales pitch. Was, I need somebody really dumb, and, and you're and my guy. And technical. You know? And so that sounds fun. So yeah, so we did it. Um, we went up there two years. The first year, we made it five days across Alaska, and then the motor on my snowmobile blew up. Oh, okay. And so we had to, you know, you get it out, out in the middle of nowhere. And really, we, just helicopter out, or yeah. So I mean, Alaska is so big. Yeah, um, and just I mean, a hundred miles from village to village. And when I say village, I'm talking like, like some of them are fifty to a hundred people. Really, like, that small. The fuel, you know, because we'd fuel up in the villages. The fuel was like a 55-gallon drum with a hand pump, you know. Like, oh, my gosh. And so, yeah, we broke up, or we broke down in between two villages. So we had to just, you know, tow our way into a village and charter a flight to get home. We just left the snowmobiles there. Did and, you really? Because they you know, were toast. So they were toast. But then we came back the next year with, uh, you Better. know, finish or die in mind. Yeah. And so we did it again, and we... Um, finished it the second time so that was not just this last winter but the winter before that sounds fun um, so i mean incredible experience super hard you know cold freezing tough 2600 miles that's like I la to even, new york i can't even sitting imagine on a snowmobile, on a snowmobile you know? in the freezing um, to death in the freezing cold sounds, or sometimes sounds it was so hot, much fun you know because you had to dress really warm just for to... 30 degrees or negative 50 degrees so when it was above zero it was hot oh my gosh so some days you're sweating and then some nights were negative 50 and it was cold. Do a lot so, of people do that? I mean, you're, you're there with a big group. Mostly Alaskans. Really? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> and they, yeah. So a lot of the Alaskans, well, I shouldn't say a lot. It's still very select few who do it. Okay. Um, but they're pretty, they don't look down on outside of Alaska, but, but it's, like, it's they definitely, like, like, like they posers. talk like, hey, there's Alaska and then there's the rest. Right. And we kind of went up with a chip on our shoulder, like, hey, we're tough guys. Like, yeah, we can do don't this. count us out. And then in, like 10 minutes into it, it was like, yeah, there's Alaska and then there's the rest. Like, <laughs> really? These guys are crazy. That is intense. And they're just so tough up there. Oh, um, it sounds awesome though. So super crazy and just, fun to do. Yeah, just to go do some neat things. My husband and I were talking about it. You know, we work a lot. And I thought, like, we just need to take some time off and do some fun things. It's it's great to be so focused and intense, but you have to be able to just work hard and play hard. Mm-hmm. And and it's great. It sounds like you've really been able to find that balance. That's yep, good. We've, we've tried really hard to do that, um, to do both. So we we work hard, we play hard. This last year, I just, or last, this spring, I, down in March, I got to go down to Mexico and ride my motorcycle down through Baja, Mexico for a week. Really? Um, so that was really fun. Do your so, kids do your kids get into any of these things? They're getting there. So my fourteen year old son, we just did last Monday on Memorial Day. Um, we went up to Snowville and did a ride up there. Oh, really? Okay. Forty miles of hard, hard riding, trail riding. Really? And he hung in there and did he, he was tired. You could see his head hanging down and his elbows were drooping and um, he was awesome. tired, but he hung in there. So it's really fun to see that's them. You know, it's been a labor of love. Like For sure. the first rides with them are very slow and very. Mm-hmm, short, I can imagine. You know, five minutes in and they're done. And yeah, I'm like, we came we all the way here, here for this. You know, <laughs> right. um, you know all, all my girls ride too. Do they? Uh-huh. That's it's really cool. fun. We go, there's just a track down in Salt Lake that we go to. And Does your wife ride? There. She has ridden a little bit in the past. Um, she's not a big rider, but she loves. She supports you. Just being involved in it. And she's super Sweet. active too. We, you know, we've traveled a lot as a family as far as just hiking and camping and getting out. My wife, every year, makes sure that she goes up to 
the Grand Tetons, and she'll take a couple girls up with her and go do a week up there. Really? Good for um, her. So she's super active and hikes a lot, too, and just is very outdoorsy as well. Um, it's been a little different this last two years. She's in law school. Your wife is? Yeah, she started law school two years ago. Okay. I'm um, so impressed. Yeah, she's super That impressive. is really neat. She's, That's something I always wanted to do and, and never have, so. Yeah, she was the same boat. She was actually accepted to a couple of law schools when we met in really? college. And then she put those off for just kind really of the neat. family life that we chose. But it's always been on her, you know, goal list to, to go back and do that. So Good for two her. years ago, she got back, got into school and That's, was doing it. That's so um, impressive. So that's oh, kudos to lot, her. Oh, I know, bet. To try and right, that's an intense know, thing. For tackle her to that, be able to do and that. business, and kids, and still play, and right. So we're, I don't know, we're kind Find of loose cannon. We're doing everything, but <laughs> oh, that's great. But we're though. having a good time doing it. So. Good for your wife, and and great for you to support her in that. Yeah, that's neat. I'm grateful to be able to do that, and you know, it's largely yeah. attributable to the business too. That right. That it allows me flexibility to 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 be there take time away and mm -hmm. let her do what she needs to do as well so well it's been fantastic to get to know you what a neat family oh yeah <laughs> we're just having a good time it, it's great it's great i love it i love being able to talk to business owners because there's just something special about entrepreneurs i think just a special drive a special spirit a special passion you know for just finding what you like and and making it work for you as mm -hmm. you evolve on yeah. a personal level family level professional yeah so it's really I definitely, neat to see your journey. I don't feel like anything special as an entrepreneur, but it's really opened my eyes to all the cool people around us. Yeah. And not just entrepreneurs. You don't have to be an entrepreneur to be Right, to be special, cool. But right, it's just, true. It's made me aware of how much more is going on behind the scenes and what everybody's really true. doing and up against and, yeah. you know, just the agree. fight of life. So it's, it's opened my eyes a lot to that. The sacrifices that. that people make and the decisions that they make to, you know, sacrifice now and then maybe do something that you want to later. I, I think that's really, really neat. Mm -hmm. Very cool that um, you've supported each other in your career and now your wife's going back and your kids are seeing that. I just think that's fantastic. Yeah. It's a really neat uh, example to set. We're, we're grateful for the opportunity. It's been yeah. good. Well, thank you for being with me. It's been fun to get to know you and hopefully everybody will call you and finish the basements. Yep, absolutely. Thank you awesome. for having me. It's, it's been really fun too. Well, thank you. To all my podcast listeners, thank you for listening. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Please leave comments and please leave suggestions for future guests. And most importantly, subscribe. Thank you.